you shall remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you power to get wealth, that he may confirm his covenant, that he swore to your fathers, as it is this day. And if you forget the Lord your God, and go after other gods, and serve them, and worship them, I solemnly warn you today that you shall surely perish, that the nations that the Lord make to perish before you, so shall you perish, because you will not obey the voice of the Lord your God. All right, what I want us to see in, in this passage is when God was about to prosper the children of Israel, the story dates back to God's promise to Abraham. The Lord said, I am sending you to a land filled with milk and honey. I will bless you. I will make you great. Your descendants shall be like the sand of the sea. Your descendants shall be like the stars in the sky. And every nation of the world shall be blessed because of you. You can see the volume of blessing God has shown, uh, has showered upon Abraham. But was it going to be easy? No. It wasn't going to be that easy. He has to know the value of the wealth God was going to give to him. And descendants, children unborn. But at the same time, he has to appreciate those who don't have or would not have the kind of blessing that he has. He has to respect other people who don't have what he's going to have and who wouldn't have the measure of what he will have. Sometimes God has blessed us and the blessing is in the doldrum. It's like a seed in our hands. It's like a tree that is blessed to bear fruit. It's like a business that will multiply and become great. But one thing we must know is that it's not always the person that receives the blessing that actually sees the wealth. Abraham received the blessing, but he, wanted, he wasn't going to see the actual manifestation of the world. His children, grandchildren, their grandchildren, not even Isaac saw a bit of that world. Not even Isaac. All right? But the wealth is there. That's, a, that's one thing we have to notice about wealth. One thing is that the wealth was there. I was once reading about uh, how some major organizations have wealth and the wealth has become generational blessing to their descendants. And I read about J.C. Penny. It was very interesting. That J.C. Penny was uh, a salesman, a Christian. And Everybody supports missionary work. 
And wherever they go to make sales, they also lead souls to Christ. So they carry the gospel along with everything they do. And they make sure that missionary work is supported besides their fighting and everything. Jesse Penny, a young man, made a vow to God. God, if you will bless me, I will support missions all over the world. I will give to missionaries. I will make sure the gospel does not suffer. And the people who are interested in the gospel will always be blessed. He made that covenant to God. His name was John. His middle name was Cash. His side name was Penny. John Cash Penny. J.C. Penny. John Cash Penny. And he started like a small thing. He started making sure that everywhere possible, there is a little store that sells anything anybody brings. He would take it and sell so that he could make money and give to missions. Actually, up to today, you find out that there are organizations that still receives five offering and support from JCP. So intermittently, you will see salvation and all right? That's why Salvation Army also has a store. The things that are rejected by customers and so on, they don't sell it as new again. Okay? When you wear a dress and then it's tight and it doesn't go, it's not comfortable and you take it back. Yes, it many takes it back from you. But that thing no longer goes on the rack. It goes to people, other people, who are not able to open a real store, they will also sell it so that they can have money to support other people. And so uh, Salvation Army opened up a store, okay, treat, a treat store. So every clothes that is retained is taken there so that they can sell and use the money to advance the gospel. That is why I like JCP. all right? Now, many years, hundreds of years have gone. The legacy of J.C. Penny to support missions is still in existence. So at a certain time of the year, every J.C. Penny store you go to, you will see that Salvation Army people stand in front, all right? And then on their... Uh, uh, Cash registry, sometimes they will ask you, you want to support these dishes. Uh, uh, sometimes they do it, sometimes you don't see it. Okay? And then they also give you the pink, is it red nose or pink nose? Red nose for you to support 
visions, and then they give you the red rose, you know, just as a memorial, you know, something to for people to remember that oh, I supported, I got the red rose. Okay, so uh, wealth is such that when God blesses you with wealth, and you have discipline and wisdom, you build a legacy around the world. Like I always say, this ministry is not for family inheritance. It is a legacy. Anybody who said your lineage will also benefit. Many people, whether we know them or not, we are connected from different nations. We are connected. Whether you are uh, 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 from, from, from the Arab nation or from the Caribbean, or from Africa, or from Ukraine, or from Russia. We are connected. What separates us is sin. So there are certain wealth that we get that we don't even have a, a physical connection to. So wealth is something that is valuable, something that transcends our very person. So the blessings of wealth that God gave to Abraham transcends himself. I remember that uh, uh, precisely in 1980, 19, uh, 1988, I preached in the church in, in, in South Bronx. And uh, the message was about how God gives to you. Sometimes you are given, but you don't even know the value of what you are given and the people you are given to. There was this nurse and uh, it was in the morning service and I said, I think I was preaching for a number of days. I can't remember exactly what I would, but let me just tell the main story. So I said, some of you where you work, you are taking care of somebody who is connected to a value, a wealth. And when you come to church, you are also faithful. In paying your tithes, in rendering your services, and God has marked you to inherit somebody you have never known before. Somebody you don't have family ties with. You know, the message goes like that, all right, something like that. So whatever you are doing, do it faithfully and honestly because you don't know who God has appointed to bless you. This lady was an usher and a member of the intercessory team. And sometimes when they would have to do uh, maybe intercessory prayer, whatnot, and they have to pass, she's one the kind that would take off from work or exchange her service, whatever. She'll take off from work and make sure that we are in the church fasting and praying and whatnot. On that faithful day, I remember that when I said, if you are here and during your birthday, nobody has ever wished you. Happy birthday, 
or gone out of their way to give you a gift or something like that. Come and let's pray. And she was one of the people that came and I said, if you want to sow seed for recognition in your life for an uncommon favor, go ahead and do it. And I remember that. This lady, I am talking about a specific lady now, okay? Was also part of Mizuki Hall. And one thing is, the doctors have told her she's been married. And the doctors told her she has no way to carry a baby. She has no way. They said the, the internal organs are like that of the man. Okay? I've, I don't hear said things. It's only in ministry that people come and say some things to you. All right? That she gave. One of the first miracles that happened is she said there is this lady on the world that everybody is always afraid of this lady. She was a Jewish woman. And she has a lot of money, both in the bank and on her, that everybody is afraid to change her bed because she's sleeping, practically sleeping on money. So when you go to her room to go and serve her, you need somebody to be watching her. She can say you just took something. And she has jewelry because she's there. So everything that is important to her is there. And they were wondering, why, what, why, why is she keeping all this work in the hospital? Under her mattress and pillow and everywhere. She said that day when she went to work, the baby said, You come, come. And she was afraid. She thought that position was. And the lady said to her, You, you are a good person. You have been praying. And when you come here, you pray for me. Put your hand under my pillow. What? The lady was afraid. He said, no, don't be afraid. Put your hand there. He said, do you feel something? He said, yes. He said, bring it out. It was money. And the woman said, count a thousand dollars. Huh? My job is gone. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. So she counted it. And the woman said, this is for you. You are a very good person. You have been praying for me and you've been blessing me. This is your blessing. When you go to church, give offering. I know you give offering, so you are free. This lady was afraid, quickly went to the uh, to her boss, that is whatever, and said, This is what happened. And they took the money and put it in an envelope and put it aside so that in case she and so, for whatever reason, the, the head nurse decided to go to her and say, we found this money. He said, you are a liar. You took the money from that girl. You didn't find it anywhere. I gave it to her. If you don't give it to her, you will see what I will do to you. You are a thief. 
Because if we don't understand wealth, we will never give. We'll be waiting. Oh, when I get to age 30, I will do this. Oh, uh, when I start work, I will do this. Oh, what? Procrastination is a thief of destiny. I will, I will. By the time you realize you are working with a stick, you can't lift up yourself. And life is too late. By the time you realize you are confined to a bed and a room. Why would I, this elderly woman, I, let, she, I think she was about 98 or 92, I can't remember. Call this lady, assuming it's Angela, and say, come here, Angela. I see you, you are good. You've been praying for me. And when you go to church, you give an offering. This elderly Jewish woman was just prophesying and telling her about her life. Counted a thousand dollars. Made hundred dollar notes and gave it to him. And said, go to church. Go and pray for me. Everybody say, may the Lord remember me. In my faithfulness, commitment, endurance, challenges, and difficulties. May the Lord remember me. God, remember us so we are faithful. They always say, there is a saying that little is much when God is in it. Little is much when God is in it. Little. Little. How little is little? How little is little? So wealth comes because we are faithful. The organization has not blessed Angela. It was a sick woman in the bed. And from that day, everything in your life started changing. A woman whom God, uh, the, the doctor said, has no womb, so should not even worry about having a child. Now has four children. Four children. How? Why? Never give up on anybody. Never. Just last week or so, a woman of 68 years old gave birth to twins. 68 years old. Hasn't the doctors written her off? Haven't they forgotten her? How did she manage to carry pregnancy to take? And not one child. Two. Somebody send me the photo of that on WhatsApp. Dr. Paul, you always say we shouldn't be given. I said, no. Don't give up. Never give up. Your wealth is beyond you. Your wealth is a legacy. Let somebody love that woman. 
Your wealth is a legacy. Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure. Press down. Shaking together and running over. Will God cause men to give unto you? So today, beware lest you say in your heart, my power and my might and the might of my name have gotten me this way. You shall remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you power to get wealth, that he may confirm his covenant that he swore to your fathers as it is to say. So I want to encourage everybody that do not limit yourself. Do not give up. So generously. Not only money, your time, your gifts, your talent, your ability, you don't know who God will appoint to bless you. Any question? Any question? Okay, if no question, then bow down your head. Pray for yourself that God will remember you. God will connect you. God will connect you. God will connect you to your destiny, to the plans and purpose He has for you. Before you were conceived in your mother's womb. With God, all things are possible. With God, all things are possible. With God, all things are possible. Father, we thank you and we bless you for this morning, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Jump over Jared, we ask for divine intervention in each and everyone's life. That Lord, you remember each and every one. You will intervene in every matter that concerns each and every one. You will breathe life into each and every one. You cause your presence and power to be manifested. Even as today is a day that we celebrate the resurrection of your life. Lord, visit each and every one. And let everybody experience the power of resurrection. Let there be manifestation of resurrection in our lives and environments. And let your name be glorified. Thank you, Lord, because you never leave or forsake us. But you hear our cry and answer us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Good morning. Quiet, get ready. Lead us.